the bottle vault. To someone beautiful and far away. Oka Viking. I'm here at the columbarium. Above the door is a sign. Legere et potum. I'm clutching a bunch of black flowers in blossom, holding them against my chest for you. The sexton takes them, smiles, and offers a caring hand. I follow her down a steep spiral staircase, tastefully wrought in the shape of a double helix. Small echoes reverberate from each step I take on the metal stairs as I tread the twisting curve of the descent holding onto the balustrade. I can see the drop, and I fear losing my footing. At the bottom is a plush lounge, deeply carpeted and surprisingly warm, where photographs of you have been placed on a large, low, dark oak table next to your urn, where your guests are gathering. I know some faces, but I'm no good with names. I introduce myself awkwardly, your old friend from London. I can see in everyone's eyes that they, like me, just want the small talk to be over with and to start the toasting, to drink to you and to your memories. Our places have been set, each with an ornate glass before a large, deep, soft armchair with a headrest the long table will seat more than our intimate number. You never wear one for keeping unnecessary friends. I look up at the walls and realise how deep below ground we are. The traditional funeral urns are shelved in rows and rows, higher and higher like doves in a coat, or like a beautiful library with bronze, gold, and coloured, lacquered pots glinting in the half-light. You would like that idea. Your life, like a book gently shelved. But more than that has been preserved for us. Not everyone wants it, the distillation. But you knew you had to have it. You wanted us to know, to feel exactly what we meant to you after you'd gone. You couldn't wait to lay your head in the big grey doughnut of the imager for your brainwaves to be harvested and kept for us. Kept fresh for this moment. Because as life goes on, memories fade and you forget what you did and how it was when you were in a particular experience with a particular person. And now we get to find out exactly what we meant to you. Your sister, who I've met only once, shakes my hand and reintroduces herself. We chat generalities, the kind which are shared by two people who will never see each other again. I look beyond her, to the small group of your cousins, and overhear them reacquainting themselves. Your family, like mine, never see much of each other, do they? I suppose we really are all strangers here, and so the toasting, where we will sit close but will each have a totally separate experience, doesn't seem quite so odd after all. 
We take our seats upon a gesture from the sexton, who says a few words acknowledging you, affirming your achievements in life, and ends by telling us out loud the instructions we need for the ceremony. The instructions we have already read, and which we agreed to when we signed the waiver to participate. It's worth the small risk to be with you one last time before we're separated for eternity. We get comfortable. The cushions are deep, the chairs recline a little. We are ready. We each take our glass, which has been filled up from your bottled essence. We hold our own personalized titration, which might taste like bourbon or a fine wine, each to their own. But all the drinks, as I look around the table, have beautiful golden threads of light shimmering in them, sparkling like the stream of tiny stars that they are. Stars of time, twinkling theta waves. We raise our glasses and drink to your tincture. We close our eyes. It begins. I've been told it's going to be like dreaming while awake. Before the experience takes hold of me, I wonder if I were you, what would I remember about the times we spent together? I'm glad and grateful that you wanted me to know. I breathe deep. I touch my lips to the glass, letting the strangely cold, thick liquor slide over my tongue, fill my mouth, and I slowly, reverently swallow. of light, splashes of colour. My backbone judders and I fight it for a couple of seconds. I can see silvery spots and the blood-red haze of the back of my eyelids. Uneven motion, random shots of light, then intense darkness oscillating. Layers and layers of dancing points and colours and I realise I'm straddling the waking and dreaming worlds. This is strangely off-putting, but I have to relax into it. And like we've been told, I just keep trying to give way to your feelings, let them subsume my own. I breathe deeply and take another swig of you, close my eyes again, let myself zone out like daydreaming. I try to stop trying and it gets better. A ball hits me, sudden, hard in the stomach big red football. It takes the wind right out of me and I fall backwards onto hard linoleum. I look round to see if anyone else has seen, then I glare at the thrower. Oh God, it's me. Of course it is. Seeing through your eyes is so weird. I can't see you, I am you. I'd wondered how these 
feelings would sync with my own. I'm still in my own awareness too. I remember how I kicked that ball at you when you wouldn't stop picking on me in school. Bloody hell, it hurt. I'm sorry. I wasn't sorry at the time. I look through your eyes at me. My lip has a cold sore. You're staring at it. And there's a horrible aching in my throat as you push back the tears and the laughing, my laughing, that makes you run down the corridor and out into the fresh air, wiping your shirt, making the dirty ball stain worse. I want to run after you and console you. I can't. Another place. Rushing, pumping music. A crowd. At the back, jostling and dancing in the dark. You see me on your right. I'm different. My face is longer, thinner now. My jaw is harder. You look me up and down. You notice that my shirt is creased. You tell the girl who's standing with us, whose name I can't remember, to go get the drinks. You see me glare at you for doing that. I tell you, you should have more respect. Oh, I remember her name now, Joanna. I hear myself telling you, you're using her, that you're a crap friend. I feel that aching in your throat again. I can't see you, but I can feel the way you look at me for several seconds. You're laughing though, and you dance harder. I am you dancing. I wish I could have danced like you could dance. I feel the way your legs weave and sway. You're a little intoxicated and you're waving your arms like everyone is. It's freshers and we have the whole of our fucking lives ahead of us. is like. I don't know what it's like. My stomach is rolling over, my throat is filling up with acid. It passes. I breathe slowly, deliberately. I remember to keep calm. I have control. And now we shift again. And you're lying on a pastel check blanket, twirling grass in your fingertips uprooting it and flicking it and 70s soft rock is playing through your headphones classic cool old school I never could separate that song from the image of you while you were alive even more so now I'm all consumed by the song I can feel the soft uneven lumpy grass beneath my body which is your body, as you roll onto your back and prop yourself up on your elbows. What I see is my face, through your eyes. I see myself sitting opposite, going pink in the hot sun. You tell me to cover my head. You give me your hat, your wide-brimmed, floppy straw hat with lilac ribbon attached, and you arrange it on me. 
I shake it off and my cheeks go redder. I'm filled with a sensation of connection. It's as if nothing separates us and there's joy, such warmth flooding me, flooding me. You're leaning over a sink. I'm looking at the porcelain and my head is pumping and red hot fizzy vomit sprays the basin out of your mouth. I hear my own voice calling out from another room. You're aware I can't witness you being sick without being sick myself, and you shout out, I'm okay, kicking the bathroom door closed with your heel. You wipe your face, wet it, turn the taps full on, and heave again until there's no more. You push the door open to see me holding a hot water bottle, and I go out, you wait until I come back, holding two paper plates wrapped in silver foil. Plastic knives and forks, wine in plastic cups. Greenwich Village, New Year's Eve, but no Times Square. We huddle under a quilt, watching the ball drop on the tiny portable TV in this rented room, and you're watching my attentive eyes. And yes, you realized that at that moment I would have done anything in the world for you. Let me stay here. Please let me stay here. We're sitting on the roof of your barge. It's dusty, soot-stained, dilapidated slow moving through Paddington Basin and out into the Thames. We're gliding. Kate Bush, Babushka, is on full volume and we're singing along, your word perfect, about how she was when she was beautiful. Your legs are crossed. I'm looking down at your fingers splayed across your lap. Then you're twisting your hair and I'm feeling the intricate braids you've tied and feeling the slight breeze blow it gently, carelessly, and how the clouds move across the sun and the sun catches us in pools of light as we move so slowly through the water. Then I'm at the back of the boat and you're watching me steer. We travel towards the tunnel opening and my voice echoes off the walls. We both shout, listening to each other shout back, our replies lagging one syllable behind us. As the light recedes, the dark enfolds us, and I can feel your body aching now. Your sides are stiffening. I hear intermittent drips of water amplified in the cold open space. I can't see, but I can feel the splashes getting louder. I sense the air moving across us as we pass through it. You ask me if I'm okay. I hear my voice murmur. It sounds a long, long way away. The black is becoming indigo as we're nearly all the way through the tunnel, then grey, 
and fading up in the approaching light as the barge feels its way to the exit. You look back to see me at the tiller, but I'm blurry now. And the blood in my head feels like it's about to explode. I can't see anything in the following minutes. But I know we are both here. And we are dancing. Dancing. The Bottle Vault was written by Susanna Heffernan, with music by Mark Smith. Further music, reading and production by N. Quentin Wolfe.